You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Melbourne, Australia, and you're listening to the Global, and I repeat, Global Spotlight Podcast. Today, I'm talking to an American near Amsterdam. An Aussie interviews an American living near Amsterdam. How much more global can you get? And we're going to go deeper. We're going to talk about all the people that we collectively know that have never met each other. It's just amazing. So, welcome to the call, Stephanie. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Now, let me just introduce Stephanie. She's got a really wonderful bio and a really wonderful, rich history. Stephanie Ward is a marketing coach for entrepreneurs who want to create a meaningful and prosperous business. Stephanie helps her clients attract and maintain a steady stream of cool clients. She helps small business owners get clear about their businesses and find marketing ideas that are a fit for them. So tell us a little bit about how an American ended up in Appledore. <laughs> well, it happens when you uh, go on a business trip to Orlando, Florida, and you meet a Dutch guy in a bar. That's oh, wow, okay. <laughs> the quintessential love story, yeah? Love at it's first sight. something like that. Well, first sight, and then we dated long distance for two years, and I moved here in 1999. And were you a coach when you moved there, or was that a that idea of the coaching story a relatively recent phenomenon? I actually was not a coach when I moved here. I was working in business, and it was when I had my midlife crisis. So you can say, uh, what you know, I want to find work that's meaningful. What am I doing with my life? That I even found out about coaching. This is years ago, like over this, like probably fourteen years ago, and that's when I thought I need some help to figure out what I should do with my life and I turned to coaching to find out hired a coach and that's when I figured out hey this is perfect for me I'm going to become a coach so you became a coach because you did coaching and you you just got the vibe of it yeah well I I became a coach because I hired a coach to figure out what I should do and that was it one of the options I thought this is the perfect fit for me I love this it's just this is this was made for me yeah, I've heard I've heard a few of your interviews now, and you did this, uh, and I'm going to imagine this is quite a common scenario. You you did your day job, you weren't that happy with it, but at night you were studying to better yourself. That's the way we do it. And then one day you just took the jump, yeah. Yes, I mean I was definitely um, not happy in my work. I, I went there because um, that's what I was, you know, I had the job, but I knew I wanted to transition to coaching. So studying at night, and then once I finished it, that's when I made the the big leap and went for it. Yes. That's brilliant. And one of the, the one of the questions that I get from a lot of coaches is this idea of your ideal client, the idea of making your your mark. And you've I think you've really nailed your your mark. I've heard you interviewed before, and you say that really your niche, your specialty, is helping businesses find marketing and sort of variations on that story that they love, so that they'll do it. 
Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Well, the thing is, and you, you know this probably for yourself, is that there are all these different marketing strategies, and there are many people telling you you have to do this, you have to write a blog, you have to do video. And while I support all these uh, activities, not everyone is comfortable with that. So you can make a beautiful marketing plan and then put it in your drawer and never look at it again, and that doesn't help you. So I talk with my clients about what will you actually do, what will you actually enjoy doing, and what are you good at. So if someone says, I just really, I cannot stand writing, then we'll look at video. If someone says, I don't want video, I don't want to be on video, we can do video, but then you can not show your face. So there's there's a million. Or you can do podcasting. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Podcasting is also an option. So let, let me just segue into what you just said there. You know, if everyone's saying, everyone, oh, you've got to have a blog, case. You've got to do a blog. And the best thing to do is blog every day or at least once a week. And that's brilliant. Of course it works. But I hate blogging. I hate writing. Right. I hate it. So I, guess what? I just don't right. do it. But then I discovered podcasting and I can podcast all day forever. Perfect. And I'm still sharing my information, but I'm talking rather than writing. That's the key. And that's, what, that's the key that you're pointing to. It's, it's about sharing valuable information and how you do it. The channel you use is not as, as important that you actually do it. What are some of the opportunities or what are the, some of the formats that you recommend people use? Well, what you just mentioned, um, podcasting is absolutely a welcome format. You can use um, teleclasses. That's voice only on the phone conference type things. You can webinars, mm-hmm. which can be voice only, but can also be either your face, like Google Hangouts, or you can do a combination of your face and the people there and then also show like a PowerPoint presentation or a Prezi presentation. Yeah. Then, of course, you've got blog, which can be written, but also I include video. I alternate between um, – I publish twice yeah. a month. One's an article, one's a video. So I've got a video, and it's all about practical marketing tips you can use. Yeah. And just in case you haven't heard of Stephanie Ward before, you have to check out this website, and I'm going to put it in a big reverb sound like I'm in the Grand Canyon, fireflycoaching.com. It's so cool. There's like so many great ideas there about what we're talking about. Should I have a blog? Should I do video? What about this thing called podcasting? What's a webinar? All these great, great, and don't be scared of it. These are great ideas. They're great ideas to get your message out. You are probably listening to this because you're a great coach who's hit a plateau. Or you're just starting and you can't get more clients. Well, that's what we're doing this for. We're giving you all these great goodies to get you moving, yeah? Yeah, and I would, I would add one thing to that, Keith, is that, of course, anytime you try something new, there's a learning curve. So that's okay. Just be prepared for that. And really, the, the key to these things is to actually do them. You learn as you go. I mean, when I started doing video in 2010, if you look at some of my first videos, they're not that great. You know, you get better over time. You learn things as you go. But... Just thinking about it, it's not going to get you there. So action will create momentum. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the other thing I want to chat about is that uh, a lot of the coaches that have uh, been listening to these uh, podcasts are are using uh, the the one-on-one, in-a-room, hours-for-dollars model. And that's a very viable coaching model, and that's where most of us start. But I was fascinated to hear that your model has never, ever included sitting in a room across the road from someone, across the chair from someone else. You've never, ever done in-person, face-to-face coaching. It's always been by Skype and phones. Tell me a bit about that and how it works. Right. Well, you know, it's um, 
it's just not possible to, I mean, it, the model you're describing, if you, if you have an office, you can have people meet you there, but then they have to travel there and you have to stay there all day. And what I've found is that because my clients are spread out all over the Netherlands and then also all over the world, that it's just easier for me and the clients just to telephone in or use Skype. So both methods are effective and people definitely do have a preference, but um, there are there are pluses and minuses to both. So as long as the person is comfortable that they'll get the results they're looking for, the method, whether it's in person or on the phone, is really not as important as you might think. Yeah, I really want to play this out because uh, I think a lot of my coaching friends are still moving in the hours for dollars model and they're still doing the one-on-one in a room model. And increasingly, a lot of my friends also are starting to play with the technology, and I'd be, I'd be interested to hear what technology you're playing with, webinars, Google Hangouts, podcasting, Skype, obviously, but tell me where you're going with your coaching model. Is it, is it morphing into some sort of new age idea, a 21st century model, or are you, still, are you still doing coaching by the hour? Well, I've never done coaching by the hour. I've always told my clients not to do that. I do coaching packages, so it's not the mm-hmm. time. It's, mm-hmm. it's about the other things you get from me um, for, for, for packages. And I'm very transparent. I also encourage my clients to be transparent. And it's up to you. It's not like this is the only way. But I do share my pricing on my website just because that makes life easier for me. Everyone knows what the deal is before we start talking about it. So no surprises there. Um, as far as technology goes, you can, this last year in 2014, I actually went – the opposite way and actually met people in person, not for one-on-one coaching, but I did um, several events in Amsterdam called a marketing mentor hour where people, a maximum of 10 um, small business owners, that's my clients, they could meet with me and ask me anything they wanted. It was a and a for an hour. So that's, that's actually going <laughs> back, you know, old school to meet in person. But I do love technology and I also, for all the clients that were, could not meet me in Amsterdam, I did a virtual marketing mentor hour and I used... Um, bigmarker.com, which is a free Mm. webinar platform to do that um, free, to do that marketing mentor hour. So that's bigmarker.com. Bigmarker.com. Yeah, Yeah. which is, uh, look, I I love the idea of playing around with technology because you're right. You live an hour from Amsterdam. I live an hour from the city of Melbourne. I live in this really cool suburb of Melbourne. I live 10 minutes from the beach. I went there today. I love that. (laughs) <laughs> and and I never go into the city. Yeah. I just hate getting on. I hate travelling. I hate getting on a train, driving in traffic, suiting up. I just mm-hmm. hate that. But I, we're chatting. You know, you're in Amsterdam. It's it's just morning there. It's it's just about to get dark here. So you know, it's just this idea that the world can be your marketplace. It's so fantastic, isn't it? It is wonderful, and it, it's also um, so exciting for people. Like you said, if you have hit a plateau. One option to come out of that is, you know, it's the basics of marketing. Either you have to sell more to the people you're already selling to or you have to find some new people. So if, if, you, can, mm. if you have a particular niche, you can go looking, where are these people in other countries and connect with them there. Yeah, exactly right. So this is part one. We're talking to Stephanie Ward near Amsterdam, an American living in Appledorn. So we're going to come back with part two 
We're going to talk more about Stephanie's wonderful coaching practice, some really chunky questions about how she got uh, through some of the difficult times, a little bit more discussion about the technology. We'll be back very, very shortly with part two of the Global Spotlight Podcast. Spotlight.